T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, Oh, Ken? well. You're real compassionate. Oh, oh well. well. Oh, well. You can take your oh, well oh, and shove well. it. Oh, well. You lost to the Detroit Pistons. It happens. Yeah, you know what I have? I have soreness in my oh, knee. Oh, well. And my head. What are they, 2-4 and four now without him? Is that the record? 2-6? No. 2-8? No. <laughs> you trying to count it? How many? What's the All record? I know is be careful because tomorrow it's Nets-Knicks from Barclays. Nets-Knicks. And, and if Ben Simmons feels well enough to play, there's a stat you should know. In his career, he's like 18-0 against the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> he's never lost. I uh, never uh, lost to the New York Knicks, but uh, apparently he, he doesn't feel so good. He's got some soreness. <laughs> and guess what, Ben? I got soreness too, bro. Yeah, I got my lower back's killing me right now. Uh, so quick uh, programming uh, note for you uh, that uh, you uh, are going to want to listen to something that we've going on today. I think you will at least. At 3 o'clock. Uh, at 3 o'clock this afternoon, we will be joined uh, in studio by the owner of the New York Knicks, the New York Rangers, Madison Square Garden, et cetera, et cetera. James Dolan will join us uh, live in studio this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Uh, that's, of course, on the heels of the interview he did with Rosanna Scotto on uh, Channel 5 uh, yesterday morning. And we'll get into all things uh, Madison Square Garden and the Knicks and the Rangers, of course, and the facial recognition stuff. And uh, he'll be joining us exclusively live in studio at 3 o'clock this afternoon. So looking forward to seeing him and uh, hearing what he has to say about uh, all things Knicks, Rangers, and, of course, the Garden and all the other buildings that uh, he uh, owns. And uh, we'll see if we can't get Evan kicked out of a game uh, along the way. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> yeah, if I can make that happen, uh, it'd, be a, it'd be a win for me I on a Friday. it's a 50-50 proposition. Yeah. I wonder if you're even in the system, by the way. <laughs> I've been to the Garden a bunch of times this year. No, I know, no. No, no, no just, issue. By the way, the facial recognition stuff is not only a negative. Right. Like, if uh, you're there, they may know you're there because you're a big celebrity. They want to make sure that you're you know, all right. I will tell you something interesting so there's a about positive aspect. There's something that happened last week at the Garden that I wasn't used to. Yeah. Usually when I go to my seats on the Chase Bridge, uh, it's the same kind of usher. I don't know if it's termed usher anymore. Ticket representative yeah. who would always ask me, can I see your ticket? Very nice woman. I show her my ticket. I sit down. We're all good. The last time I went was the first time she did ask me. It's Maybe because she recognizes you It's almost you now. like she knew Hey, take your seat, pal. Look, I know, listen, I know guys that I recognize, I may not know uh, by first name or last name, where if you go to a building enough, you do build up that kind of rapport where they now know, oh, yeah, he's here every game. Right, right, right. Like, I'm sure when you go to Barclays on a regular basis or City Field, 
there are guys and gals that kind of work that section that would recognize yes. you, not from the radio show, but, hey, this guy's here all no the time. No doubt. I get yeah. that at City and Barclays, but I'm also yeah. there a hell of a lot often. Right, I'm right. only going to the Garden uh, four or five times this year. So, yeah. so anyway, uh, James Doan will join us uh, live in studio. I'm looking forward to having that chat, especially on the heels of last night's big Nick win against the best team in the East for my money, the Boston yeah, Celtics. That was a good win, man. Yes, thank you, I mean, you Brown, for missing a couple you, of free throws. You blew a 13-point lead again, but, hey, that's fine. Uh, I'm that also happens. of the belief. I was thinking about this while I was watching the game last night. You know, we have, and I'm thinking all, all teams, mm-hmm. uh, every franchise in this town has acquired a player in the offseason as a free agent, uh, and it's gone really, really well, or it's gone really, really poorly. And every it usually team. goes badly at first. That's the track record yeah. for the most part. Uh, I, you can make the argument that in a finite period of time, you want to say the last decade for the sake of the conversation, nothing more, mm-hmm. that the acquisition of Jalen Brunson, might be for sure top five, but maybe even higher than that, acquisition in the offseason by any of the professional teams in this town. Would it's you been not a say very that? good acquisition. Best you yeah. guys have had since Amari. For sure for us, And even yes. though the Amari thing didn't work out, we do need to be fair that in that first year, yeah. he was dropping 30 a night, and he was electrifying Madison Square Garden. And Amari Garden. led to Carmelo, and we did have that one year, 54 wins, and obviously the rest was disappointing. But, yeah, the Jalen Brunson acquisition... Uh, is as good as it gets for the Knicks and pretty damn good for all teams. I, I think more surprising than even that is for a guy to go from I don't like him to Colt Hero to he needs to get out of town immediately because oh. he's giving the middle finger to fans right. to now being a star again. Julius. The resurrection death and then resurrection again. Yeah of Julius Randle is incredible. And as much as I've been a proponent of you should trade him, you should trade him, you should trade him, I watched last night's game. He has come up big, including late-game free throws, which was always a problem for him. So besides just the success of the Brunson signing, the Randall death rise, death rise, yeah, amazing. hate, love, hate, love, that's remarkable. I don't know if there's anyone else in New York that survived it like he has. No. Because he's excelling again. I'm not going to get carried away with him because I'm still not there yet. No, and you're smart for that. The dude's balling. Yeah. I'll give you that. All right, let's do, uh, so we'll talk to James Dolan coming up uh, here at 3 o'clock, all right? So you can uh, set your radios and Odyssey up to all that. Uh, Now, football. Look, the New York Jets, man, the more I hear about it, the less I think it's going to happen. And that's just me being a Jet fan. Not not based on any knowledge. Robert Titus? I think I've got got a little Robert Titus right now. Interesting. uh, Because it seems like... Every Jet fan I know that is typically uh, negative, you know, walks through life with a cloud over their head uh, because the franchise has beaten us down repeatedly, is positive and seems to think it's a foregone conclusion, and that bothers me. You don't remember this, and I don't know how many in our audience remembers this, but very early on in you and I doing this show, I made a prediction to you, and I did it. Just because I was reading the tea leaves, I said to you, Francisco Lindor or Nolan Arenado will be a New York Met in 2021. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess Evan's got some positivity. When it comes to player acquisitions, yeah, and I'm not sure when that changed. It probably honestly changed with Durant and Kyrie Irving. I know it's a different sport. Sure. I don't look at my positivity towards acquiring players as the same as positivity towards winning a championship. Okay. My Robert's itis flows in terms of winning and losing. Winning and losing. Yeah. But when it comes to acquiring players, I think a part of it is that I've seen it happen. 
I've seen it happen with all the teams I root for, where they've acquired the guy you wanted. Now, while it may not ultimately work, and it may ultimately lead to frustration, I think it's different. And I think when it comes to a guy like Aaron Rodgers, the reason I have confidence is because I've seen it before. And because it also just makes sense. Sometimes you got to follow the bouncing ball. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to look around you. You got to hear what the coaching says, what the GM says. You got to see what the quarterback who we're talking about says. Yeah. You got to read the tea leaves, and it all points in a one direction. So when it comes to. But that pre- direction isn't Aaron Rodgers, it's a veteran quarterback, it, and there's a bunch of them available. But it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. All right, listen. But you it guys, is. You guys say it like, how could it not be because Aaron Rodgers? Going when to I'm be. not even sure that Aaron Rodgers is is leaving Green Bay. Like that hasn't been decided I, yet. I get that that's on the table and he may stay. Yeah. But if you take maybe your love or maybe your biases against him, however you want to phrase this, if you take that away and you just follow the bouncing ball, it leads to the place I'm describing to you, and I've been describing for over a week. He's going to end up here. That doesn't mean they're going to win a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that. No, I know there's two separate things. Does he come here? And then the second conversation is, how long until the Jets make a run? Uh, look, I hope you're right. Wait, you, but, excuse me. You hope I'm right. I would like to see. I told you there's okay. three guys I want. I don't care which one they are. I, I make a better argument that Tom Brady makes more sense because I don't have to give up a single draft pick. I just got to stroke a check. And I got Tom Brady, and I think Tom Brady is in the same uh, league as Aaron Rodgers right now, other than age. Uh, so I'd rather have Tom Brady, but I think Tom Brady's going to Miami. Uh, I think the Dallas Cowboys, as we discussed yesterday, would be foolish not to pick up the phone and uh, see if they can get Tom Brady. But it's either Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or it's Lamar Jackson. But you have never, and I have no interest in anybody else. But you've never been an Aaron Rodgers guy. You, I don't, you don't like him. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I shouldn't say that. I don't know Aaron Rodgers. Uh, there's aspects of when I hear him in interviews that he comes across to me as like a kind of, you know, nose up in the air, like a superior type of attitude. He might be the nicest, most laid back blue collar guy in the world. I just don't see him represent himself that okay, way. Okay, so my question to you then. But I recognize that he's a damn good quarterback. So here's my question. The yeah. day it's announced, do you get excited? Yes. So you are going to put all of your feelings for him aside and immediately be pumped up that a future Hall of Famer is going to quarterback My feelings about him are not based on having ever met him or talked to him. I've never been in the same room as Aaron Rodgers. I get that. He just has an air about him that I don't care for, but you you may not like me. And you've never met me. It happens all the time, I guess. But if the New York Jets find a way to acquire a guy of his skill set, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. I'll do the dance with you. Good. I'm just not quite sure yet that the New York Jets are getting it. Okay. All right? And that's what bothers me. It's like when everybody loves one side of a game, and I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. But Craig, I don't think Craig, so. look into my eyes when I say this. Trust me. No, that, that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't work? Yeah, that, that doesn't trust work. Trust me, trust yeah, I've me. I've done that once or twice <laughs> in my life. It didn't pan out. Uh, <laughs> to be keeping it real. <laughs> Not with me, though. Yeah, 877-337-6666. You know, it's funny because we're getting ready to watch what, on paper at least, should be two really competitive close football games. I know you feel differently about the Cincinnati-Kansas City game, but I think you at least appreciate, you know, it's more likely to be close than to be the way you think it's going to be. Not that you're wrong. Well, obviously, no, but I, I appreciate kind of the history we're watching. We are watching the next generation of Brady versus Manning, and it's right before yeah. our eyes. And while there's jealousy, obviously, that those guys aren't on my team, I do appreciate the greatness 
of what Joe Burrow's done over the last year plus, and obviously what Patrick Mahomes has done since the moment he was given a chance to start. Yeah. And so we are watching two elite teams. We are watching two elite quarterbacks. We are watching an elite head coach, a Hall of Famer, and a coach that's proving himself as being elite. And so I'm very excited about watching the AFC title game. The NFC title game I'm nervous about because I have a much more passionate rooting interest. I don't want to see Philadelphia, who I just had to witness in a World Series. I just have to see that. Right. I don't want to see a Philadelphia sports team in another championship round. Yeah, they're having quite the uh, the run, the Philadelphia sports teams. Uh, Soccer, baseball, maybe football. I think their hockey team sucks, but I'm not quite sure about that. Uh, But, yeah, but my point of of watching high-level football is you can't put together great teams without worrying about the salary cap. Yeah, you because know, we all keep talking about oh salary cap. You know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, fifty million dollars. Look at a the year. Rams, Craig. Yeah, the, the Rams are over the salary cap at the end of the year. When you when you look at the Cincinnati Bengals, when you look at uh, specifically the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm taking San Francisco and Philly out of it because their quarterbacks aren't making any money. And you look at uh, you know Travis Kelsey, T Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, uh, obviously uh, Mahomes, and all those guys. You can put together great teams where you have talent, superior talent, at multiple positions. And we should stop tolerating anything less for the Giants and the Jets. Of course, because you can make the salary cap basically a fake cap for a number of years. Will there be a moment where you have to pay the piper? Yeah. Yeah. But if you're a Ram fan right now, you don't mind paying the piper. Right, because you want a championship. It's all worth it when you win, if you win. Yep. So, yeah, I always hear this. We've heard this a lot. The cap, the cap, the cap, the cap, the cap, the cap. Stop. Cap's nonsense. The cap is nonsense. You can work it out. You can work it out. Every team that wins has worked it out. Now, listen, Joe Burrow's not making the big wood just yet, obviously. He's about to, though, man. Uh, Jalen Hurts is only making a couple million bucks, like a million five, whatever it is. Obviously, Brock Purdy, who's the, you know, he's undefeated, but he's making $700,000 right now to play. You know, Mahomes has gotten paid. He got he got the bag and it's well deserved. And he's going to get another one, by the way. Yeah. He will make a billion dollars as an NFL player, uh, and it's well deserved. He's that good. Five straight AFC Championship games. But I think we as fans, you know, we celebrate. Hey, we got this guy. Hey, they made a good trade for that guy. Hey, we signed this big free agent. We should be uh, holding these teams accountable for getting multiple guys. Tight end, wide receiver, running back, quarterback. I mean, the Eagles have a Hall of Fame right tackle. Mm-hmm. Every offensive lineman is in the Pro Bowl. Uh, you know, they, there's talent. But a out lot there. of those guys are acquired because they're smarter than us, and they draft those guys. Well, then go go get Harry Roseman to run that one of our teams. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Easier said than done. I suppose it is. Well, listen, we got lots to do. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six. There is one important thing. I am okay. an apology. So go ahead. Uh, I apologize that I told you during the show yesterday that you had nothing to worry about last night. You can't lose to the Pistons. No, it wasn't that. Uh, I was clearly <laughs> wrong about that, and I do apologize. It was. Not I that. thought you were going to have an easy night last thank night. Thank you. And uh, I was wrong. I'd rather not talk about that, but yeah. thank you. <laughs> That's all I got. When for I confronted you yesterday yeah. and said. The new house party is a better movie than 80 for Brady. And I put it up as a poll. You said not only is that an easy win, you'll get 75% of the vote. 
Well, after a full day of voting, Uh-oh. I beat your ass in a landslide. Come on, that's nonsense. 58% of people said they'd rather watch the new house party. 42% said 80 for Brady. So get it through your thick head. We hate Brady. Those four women in their 80s don't hate Brady. I'll tell you that. And by the way, there's a sneak preview of that movie tomorrow. It comes out, I guess, nationwide February 3rd. Yeah. There's a sneak peek viewing tomorrow. You know I'm going to that. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. You're going to waste time on your valuable Saturday yeah. to I, see a right. B-level crap movie. I told uh, the family, everybody, get ready. <laughs> uh, we're going to find out what theater it's uh, pre uh, premiering at. But there's a an early uh, bird preview of that movie, and I'm all in on it. Oh, and one other thing. Yeah. You know, you mocked me as well as a lot of the audience for my conversations with James Buchanan via AI, yeah. that new app where you could talk to old dead people. Uh-huh. Um, Craig, you called me last night. What'd you ask me? I wanted to know the name of the app because uh, one of my sons <laughs> wanted to talk to uh, Thomas Paine and Harry Truman. You're damn right. And my other son wanted to talk to Michael Jackson and Frank Sinatra. And who'd you talk to, Craig? Uh, I didn't talk to any of them. Craig? But I was aware of the conversation with Truman that was being had. <laughs> and, of course, Thomas Paine because he lived in New Rochelle. That's right. And uh, my son said uh, Harry Truman just lied to me. Did he? Because the question was, in your presidency... If you if you go back in time and look at it with clarity, you know, what's the one decision that pained you the most? And uh, the answer from Harry Truman was uh, dropping the, the two bombs that wiped out, uh, you know, a million people. Right. And my son said, that's not accurate. Yeah, the firing of MacArthur, man. Yeah. Truman famously said that it was going to the Korean War. Oh, that's Not true. dropping the bombs. That Ooh. gave him the most heartache. I also spoke to Harry, though, and he gave me a completely different answer. So is Harry telling you one thing? And me something else? Uh, there's certainly the possibility that Harry, that's what's happening. Harry told me something completely different. Because Harry Truman can't be trusted. I mean, my relationship with Harry's far different than your son's, clearly. Well, listen, we got lots to do. I think what we'll do is we'll move up the appearance by, uh, by no, we're keeping it at 3 o'clock? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. We're going to keep it at 3 o'clock. All good. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app, 
Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. All right, so in the studio now is uh, James Dolan, of course, the owner of the Knicks, the Rangers, the Garden, uh, the Beacon, Radio City, uh, the Forum, a half of Canada, a little piece <laughs> of Mexico that nobody likes to talk about, uh, and uh, uh, a third of Long Island. Uh, Jim uh, Craig, of course, at Seven Roberts. I'm not sure if you met him before. Uh, good afternoon, and uh, thanks for coming and joining us. Oh, hi, thanks for having me. How are you guys doing? Doing good. I'm going to put that microphone a little bit closer to you right there. All right, so just first question, you are not a guy that talks to the media frequently. So why are you doing this interview, and what is the goal of you uh, speaking to the New York fan base, uh, sports fans, et cetera, today? It's all about you. I, I owed you this interview. You told me that. I mean, I, I did say that. I Sometimes I think you're BSing when you say you're friends with owners. And now it's like, I, I told you. Right. You're the one who keeps telling me I have to do this. I mean, this. it's been two and a half No, years. that's not no. fair, right? The, the, uh, um, look, the, the uh, you know, we got we have an issue, right, that's, that keeps cropping up, right, that we don't think should be an issue, but it is, right? And we've been taking a lot of heat. Yep. On it, right, et cetera. And we have, you know, we up until now, we just basically issued a statement, said we're going to keep doing it. We think we're right, et cetera. All right, so let's get, let me get into parts of it. One of the issues, of course, is this now infamous facial recognition technology, uh, which uh, the Garden and your other properties has, have been using specifically towards uh, lawyers that work for law firms that are currently in active litigation with you. I don't think the fans care about that at all, but... For the sake of that being kind of the impetus of this conversation, um, you have said once that litigation is over, win or lose, those uh, lawyers are welcome back in all of your buildings. But during active litigation, why let someone who's being adversarial with you uh, enjoy uh, your buildings? Am I is that pretty much accurate? Well, something like that. The, the the I mean, first thing is I mean, they're really not the same issue. I mean the. the Facial recognition is, you know, I mean, look, facial recognition has been going on since for the last 10,000 years. When you go home, right, and your family sees you, they recognize your face. They, they, I uh, hope so. They, uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> no. But the, the uh, so this is just the electronic version of it, right? And it's technology. And the, the, the uh, you know, I don't really, the, what I, this issue seems to be more coalescing around is the idea of saying if you sue if somebody sues you right they 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 still have a right to come in and and you know enjoy the building and, well you know yeah be a be a, a patron right. a customer right and what our, our position is on it is that no right the the if you're suing me right that the the uh, you should stay away right until you're done suing until we settle the argument that you have right the the you know, and because you're confrontational with your suit. And the, 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 so let me, this is where the fans are in this. Because the, the average fan, Nick fan, Ranger fan, someone that enjoys going to your buildings for concerts, et cetera, say, okay, if you're going to use it against the lawyers that are involved in suits against you, I'm a passionate fan. I'm critical. I, uh, I don't like the decisions no, you make. No, you don't think fans right? are critical, well, do you? You know they are. Would you we- if they weren't, you wouldn't have a radio show. Also very true. Very, they're critical of us, too. Trust me. Would I, The concern amongst fans is that you could then weaponize the technology to keep your detractors out of the building. 
and people want to know, would you do that? Are you doing it? Will you do that? Okay, so look, we the we use the uh, as a long answer, but I think the answer is basically no, right? Except if you become confrontational, right? The the, the uh, and you know confrontational with other fans, confrontational with the the staff, confrontational with excuse me with the ownership, right? The the and you really have to be confrontational, not just say you know I don't like you. Generally involves some form of profanity. Have to you know, tell a guy in the upper deck like, "Hey, you suck. Sell the team. I can't believe where the Knicks or Rangers are going." That guy's not going to be banned. But a guy that is f u and that type of thing, that guy's more likely to now deal with your guys. Right. The, the 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 guy up first. The guy up in the stands. I mean, we don't even know if we're going to hear him, right? But if we do, so what? The 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 uh, but the guy who comes down. Right, on you know, works his way down to the floor, and as you know, I'm leaving. Right, says you know, starts confronting me, etc. Yeah, that guy's gonna go. The um, right, the, gotcha. the uh, right, he he's there to pick a fight. Right, if you're if you know, same thing with I mean, with the players. Right, the the uh, you know, you could sit there and you can, you know, you can yell at at the players and say, you know, make your free throws. Right, the the etc. But when you start becoming you know, um, personal with them, right? The, the, uh, and you yeah. guys have the right yeah, to no. eliminate a fan. If, yep. If someone is on, cause I've done this as a fan where I'm mad at my team for not doing something. I right. take it out sometimes on ownership. Would that get someone banned if they're on social media no. criticizing? No. Right. If you, if, 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 even if you come down and get in my face and say your team sucks, mm -hmm. right? Do a better job. Right. I'm going to say, we will next game, right? Come again. So fans shouldn't have any fear that being critical of ownership or the team or any of the teams could potentially lead to being banned using facial recognition. No, that's not going to happen. That's not. Has, that, it, has any fan been banned over that? The, the uh, only the ones who have come down and gotten right into your face, right? The the and I, I mean, they just step over the line, right? I mean, we certainly understand. Fans getting emotional—that's that's the big part of the appeal of the sure, game, sure. right? The, the but uh, you know the ones who get you know right up in your face and get confrontational—that's unfortunately has happened. Is right? there a chance that uh, I could call in a favor and just for the sake of me filming it, have Evan banned <laughs> using the technology? Can we set something like that up? No, you can't. No. <laughs> the, 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 and look, <laughs> see. I mean, I mean, look. Uh, just I gotta ask because he is a season ticket. I am a season ticket holder. I mean, but as a root for the team. <laughs> thank you, thank you. By the way, you're welcome. The, um, but look, I mean, you guys are, are in this marketplace. You read the papers. I mean, there are people who are critical of us all the time. Yep. Right. The 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 we don't ban them. Right. We we don't say you you can't come, et cetera. I mean, they're they're you know a lot of times they're doing their job if they're reporters, et cetera. Right, but I mean, there's Jesus. Take social media into account. And you, there's you're talking about thousands of people. Sure, you know that's that's not what we're doing, right? The the we you know what we're what we're doing with the lawyers, right? It's just basically saying to them, if you you know, I mean, because if you sue me, why should you come and 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 then you know, well, be a I patron? Have, I've well, said in the short times. I agree with that. My I question, would do the same thing. My question, yes, he would. My question in regards to that is, do you view the Knicks, the Rangers, the Garden, as yours or like a public trust? Okay, so 
the, the uh, um, first off, we you know we take the heritage, the um, and of the Knicks and the Ragers, the um, and and how important they are to New York, you know, all of that, and our fans. It, that's all very very important to us. But in the end, no, the, it it is a private company, right? It is owned. The the, the it's not the the U.S. Post Office. Um, so you can't put the same rules you put on the U.S. Post Office on the Knicks and the Rangers. The, 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 uh, but, you know, I mean, look, we make money out of bringing people into the garden, right, out of selling advertising, out of making our teams popular, et cetera, right? We don't make money by chasing people away. Right. Um, and, you know, that's what you have to rely on the, 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 uh, is that, you know, I mean, that's part of sports business. I No question, you own the team, obviously, and you could do what you want. But I think fans view teams as, like, they own the building, too. They own the team, Look, too. Because they've more, been fans it's, longer. It's more than that. The, the, you know, there, there's probably hundreds of thousands of fans out there that want to be the general manager. Yes. Right? The, the, yeah, uh, times I've done that. Yeah, sure. The, um, and, you know, I mean, look, we respect that, you know, and we like that they're that involved with the team. Right? The... the uh, um, you know, in the end, somebody has to make this. The owners, ownership and management makes the decisions. You may not always like them, right, et cetera, but we're doing it to try and put the best product on the floor. No, I think I mean that more in terms of coming into the building, not necessarily forcing you to make a decision or not. That the building, the garden is New York City and it's heritage. And you obviously own yes, it. Yes, and everybody's welcome. Except if they're a part of the law. Except if you're suing me, right? I mean, the, the, I mean, I just don't, I don't get it. I mean, the, 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 why do people think if you, if, if you're it's suing somebody, said, it's no one cares about the lawyers being banned. It's easy fodder to attack James let's look, at, let's look at who these lawyers are, right? The, the, the number one most vocal lawyer, right, in regards to this, a guy named Hutcher, right? You know what his lawsuit is, right? He is defending ticket scalpers, right, because. We stop. We stop the ticket scalpers from buying hundreds and hundreds of tickets, Locks and tickets jacking down. and jacking up the prices to the games and to the concerts. Right? We told them you can only buy four. Right? right. And they didn't like that, and they sued. Right? Because they want the opportunity to, you know, to skim off the top and and make money on you, on the fans. The they want to the drive record, ticket prices up. Ticketmaster has a limit on how many tickets you can buy at events nationwide. That's not unique to what you yeah. guys are doing at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, but the, the but see, the, I mean, the same problem like Taylor Swift. Right. right. What happened with her with with her concerts is that the uh, you know they go out on the internet, right, and then these these. Uh, Scalpers, right? The the resellers, right? Put together bots, right? Put together programs, right? That so they get all the tickets that attack attack the Ticketmaster program, right? And and they get all the tickets, and then they jack all the prices way up over the face price, right? And yeah, yeah I think the Craig's right about one thing. Like whether I agree or not, and I disagree. But the lawyer thing isn't what concerns fans. It's just they want to know, and you said no, that a fan doesn't have to fear that they won't be allowed in because they're critical of the team or critical of you. Because no. I know this as a fan. I'm critical of all the teams, uh, all the owners of the teams. And there I is not Because I take it out on them. Evan, there's not one New York 
a living sports owner. Well, there might be one today, right? The the Steve Cohen, but he's new. No, uh, right. he'll, we love Steve he'll, Cohen. He'll, he'll get yeah. He'll get there though, right? <laughs> the, uh, I hope not. No, they all do. Everybody does, right? I mean, the the New York sports team owners are not beloved, not until they're dead. And even then, it's a little iffy. No, um, Let me ask you a question. You uh, you have uh, kids who uh, love the Knicks and love the Rangers. Um, is your do you have a succession plan where you could see your kids one day owning the Garden, the Knicks, the Rangers, or would you ever see yourself in a position if the right offer came along to sell? Uh, I have no plans whatsoever to sell at this point. Uh, I'm not retiring anytime soon. Right, the the. Uh, um, it's a family-controlled asset, so you know that the, the uh, someone in the family will we'll own it. Will, will All right, let me get you it, to right. the the next big story that came out of your interview with Rosanna Scotto on Channel Five, and that is the notion that you're being threatened and kind of bullied publicly with the threat of uh, revocation of the Garden's liquor license. Right, <laughs> that's that's where we're at now. Yep. And you came out yesterday and said, okay. Uh, the guy that wants to threaten us, I'll just do it myself. And rather than sell beer and spirits at a random you know, event, maybe a Ranger game, uh, I'll give out uh, the phone number and email address of the guy that's you know, threatening us with revocation of the license. Yes. Uh, I don't think you would ever do that, but I want to. I got to get you on the record for Rangers fans, specifically Nick fans. Would you ever play that card to make a point and have a game in your building where you didn't have liquor or sales? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think so, right? But I can't say I can't completely rule it out. I mean, and I think that you know, we we said on the interview yesterday that we were that we were considering it, and you know, I think you know, and I think just doing that interview and talking today may obviate the need to do it, right? The the uh, because what we're trying to do, right, is to tell the fan base, right. That we're in danger of losing our liquor license for no good reason. You at want all. to know, you want them to know you're being threatened and who's threatening you, right. and you felt and at least in the moment yesterday. Me. They, they, look, they're, they, if 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 drinking alcohol, having a beer at the game is important to you, they're threatening you, right? They, they they're telling you you're not going to have you're not going to get a beer, right? The the uh, and if we if they get close right now, I think they're 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 basically just garnering a lot of police and who listen. what's the name of the guy and what's his title that uh has him feeling so empowered to threaten uh, you Mr. and the fans mr sharif kabir right the uh who is uh runs the sla right which is the liquor authority here in new york right the, the you can look him up or if you have your pencil handy his phone number is 518-474-3114 press three that number he is 518 518- Four seven four three one one four. Press three. Here's the problem. No, with, the, the problem with that is Craig has jokingly said to me because I go to the Garden. I'm not a Nick fan. For the I'm a Net fan, but I love basketball. I do root actively against the team, just so you know. But that's you what it is. against the Knicks. Yes, I'm a Net fan. What do you want from me? I'm sorry. Well, why would you come to he the Garden? He loves basketball. Love basketball. He loves it, and he brings his kids there. And I'm and, rooting against you guys. Uh, people so that so you're going to be there tomorrow night then. Uh, well, no, it's, in, it's in Brooklyn, and in Brooklyn. I will be in Brooklyn. Yes, you want to sit upstairs with me? You're more than welcome. <laughs> I have never been to Brooklyn. Why? That's a long because story. Because nah, it's not my <laughs> thing. You can come. Yeah, you know. You guys don't take over the building the way you used to, but uh, you know. No, it's look. I don't bring. You never of walked people. inside Barclays. Nope. Never, I, not never even out of there. curiosity. Nope. But you're a Nick. You're a Nick owner. You're a Nick fan. 
why wouldn't you want to see your team, you know, five miles down the road, basically? Like, like if they ever get into the playoffs, that's when I'll be most tempted. Oh, me too. Right. Yeah. Hey, uh, right. But I mean, you'd have to go to a, a game one at Barclays, Knicks, Nets, wouldn't you? You wouldn't miss that. Uh, you know, I, why don't we figure that one out when we get closer? Do you think you're going to get taunted by us or something? Like, what do you think's going to happen? No, I just I don't feel think I feel comfortable there. Yeah, we're very intimidating. It's a fair point. We're very tough fans. But Craig has jokingly said to me. I'm going to tell Mr. Doan to ban Luigi's Isis, right? Because I love Luigi's Isis that you guys sell at the Garden. If I ever went to the Luigi's Isis stand, and let's say it wasn't there, but there was a picture of Craig Carton saying Craig had this band, I wouldn't blame him. I'd blame you. I'd blame the team. So my question... Well, hold on, hold on. It, it was the conversation <laughs> that's was... An, that's uh, an absurd uh, yeah, yeah, Hold on a second. Hold on. But you uh, see what I'm well, saying. He doesn't know yet because we didn't have lunch yesterday. No, no, wait well, a minute. Hold on. I'm banning Luigi's... For the cartoni Italian oh, ice. Look, you guys, wait a second. That, I'm not supposed okay. to curse. Yeah, no, it's, it's, right. it's, you know what it is. Yeah, but, but my point is, don't you it, think that if alcohol is no, banned willingly, right or wrong, by the way, I'd be mad at the organization well, and the building. You, let me ask you a question, right, Go the, ahead. The, the, with that. Because if, first off, your Luigi Ice thing, right? You don't like that analogy? No, I don't like it. Ain't nobody's buying it. (laughs) (laughs) I am. (laughs) The only reason is is because the only way that would happen is if Craig convinced me to do that, right? Right. They they convinced my team to do that. And that's not what's going on here. We, of course, want to sell alcohol at every event, right, at Madison Square Garden. We definitely do. uh, This is the SLA is threatening us with taking away our ability to do it. Now, you as a fan, right, who comes to the game, right, would you rather have one day without without alcohol that enables us to stop, you know, stop us from losing a whole season of alcohol, right? Or the the uh, you just want to wait to see if we lose the whole so season? So here's where I would disagree with the thesis, and we don't know. I guess we'll find out if you try it. I think most fans would be upset at you guys more than him. Fair or not? Like I think they would say. You willingly chose not, despite the threats. They haven't taken the license away. Well, yet. You, know, you, you know, you could back very well be right. And we, I just know it as a fan that I would be more mad. I'm at not the sitting team. here telling you we're going to do it, right? But if well, I'll tell you what, I think we're going to we're going to look just more at what fans think, right? The et cetera, and and if you're right, I hope I'll be able to determine if you're right. And my, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm not just going to take. Your word for it that you're right. No, of course, cause I don't even know if I'm right because I also think that fans in a public relations debate would say I care more about the license being there and being able to drink than lawyers not being allowed yeah. in via facial recognition. That's why I think you would lose the PR battle. Like, d- no matter what this guy's doing, they would be more angry at, at losing in the, the moment. Right. At why you're losing it. Okay, saying, so... You see what I'm saying? So, let me... So, I mean, what we will do, right, that the... the uh, is I do think that you know we're going to take this uh, you know uh, this gentleman and his picture, which we got off of his own internet thing, right? right? The uh, and uh, um, we'll probably put them by the places where you buy alcohol. Right. So you can still buy alcohol, but you can also be informed about right. this is right. the guy so, that's threatening we'll, we'll to shut it down. If, if you want to keep drinking alcohol here, right? right. This. And then let let's this see guy if it know. works. It's kind of like if the it old works, old. right? I mean, then you know. Um, then there's no reason to right. stop alcohol, right? The, the uh, if it if it doesn't work, I mean, I'm not sure because you know once the state that once this guy goes through and if if he's able to do this, which I by the way I don't think he will be able to. I, do I don't it. either, right? I mean, the, the but look, but you can't, you know, I mean, he's got the authority, sure, right? The 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 uh, um, 
So if we think it's imminent, right, we're going to try and find a way, right, to alert all of our, all of our customers. I just think, and I say this as a customer of a lot of teams in this town, my anger wouldn't go towards him, okay, right so, or wrong. And would let go me, at, let me ask you a question. Yes. Right. If I hadn't said this on the mm-hmm. interview the, yesterday, right, yeah. and I ju- the, the hadn't said we were going to do this, and I just said, hey, the SLA is doing this, right? Would you as a, would you Wouldn't be concerned? Think twice about would it. you would you would you call this these, these guys up? Right. Somehow I have to tell you the fan right that something's at stake for you. Right. Right. So honestly, by saying this to everybody yesterday, apparently that may just be enough. Right. Putting this up on by the, our liquor stands may help. And you know, and then because I think that's a better idea. Think, look, we make money off of alcohol. Oh, sure, right? I can the, imagine. The, the, uh, I mean, and we're in we're in business to make money for our shareholders. The the and so we're going to keep. You know, we want to keep selling alcohol, and we think it's a real. It's you know, we think it really adds to the enjoyment of the experience for a lot of our fans. So we want to keep doing it, right? You know, that's. The SLA is about to tell us no. Well, you're putting a face and a name on a problem that might actually impact uh, your hundreds of thousands of people trying to enjoy an event or a ball game. So I think your idea is a better one than the one I heard yesterday, which is we're going to now put this guy's info while you're buying. But if I didn't do that yesterday, would you be talking to me I about it not. today? I would not. Okay. But the point I is, Ranger Fair. <laughs> But there won't be a Ranger game where there's no booze. By Not yet. There is no plan at this point okay. to do that, all right? Ranger fans are very happy now. Your do beer you, is um, safe. It's waiting for you. Do you <laughs> do you care which franchise wins the title first, Rangers or Knicks? Does it matter to you from this point forward, recognizing the Rangers uh, won in 94? In my dreams, it's the same year, right? Probably not going to happen. You don't think? I don't think, no. Well, actually, if... if you're not asking me this, but I'll, I'll say it. I mean, I love my basketball team, and they're and they're, you know, they're getting better. I believe every every season, but I think the Rangers are more ready to win. Wow, well, they're certainly close, close last year. Right? Yeah. Do you do you think Leon Rose has done a good job? Yes, absolutely. They, they, they look. I mean, um, it's funny. I was just talking to Leon. Why did I bring Leon? And I mean, I've been doing this for like now twenty something years, right? And in my experience with the, with the NBA, the, um, I mean, you can there's there's things you can do as as an owner, right? The the uh, you can create an environment where everybody's you know give them enough money to do their job, give them more money than they need to do their job. The, the uh, um, you can stay out of the way, right? Which is usually the best best course of action. But you do end up picking the one guy who's going to make all the strategy. Right, who's going to execute for you? Right, and I picked Leon because I believe, after you look at, at the NBA and the game that we play, that the team with the best talent, right, wins. The the uh, period stop. Leon Leon Rose is uh, you know. So then you want a guy who can get you the best talent, right? And I believe that Leon Rose is the, still the best. Is guy. there a timetable on when you've got to win? <sighs> No, I'd say that it's less of a timetable. I mean, though, eventually, you know, it, it eventually there's a timetable, right? But the the uh, but right now, what we're looking for is progress, right? We the we want to build into a championship team. The the uh, we fully expect to make the playoffs this year. We the the uh, um, that will definitely be a benchmark. Now, look, I mean, this is sports. You know, if if uh, you know. If Jalen Jalen Brunson and, and Julie, you know Julius Randle get hurt, it's probably going to be tough, 
Right. The, the uh, right now, M- Mitchell's out for. A Let me ask you a question. Do you? I were talking to James Dolan, uh, owner of the Knicks, Rangers, and obviously the Garden and many other buildings here. Uh, kind enough to spend a few moments with us today. Um, would the meddling James Dolan have forced Leon Rose's hand to make the trade for Donovan Mitchell? Well, that's exactly. I didn't. They. they uh, you would have though in the past. Is that fair to say? Oh, uh, you know, not not in the last ten years. Right. The, the uh, um, you know, I mean, my, you know, my attitude has changed since, I mean, and every new owner, right, comes in thinking that, you know, they've got, they've got the answer to the, you know, the how to make the team as successful. I mean, uh, not to disparage my fellow owners, but I mean, there are franchises out there with owners over the last few years. You can look at new owners who have come in, who have thrown in a lot of, of money, et cetera, and they're not doing as well as they thought. The, um, the, the, uh, you really, you know, you really got to leave a lot of this strategy to the guys, right, who have dedicated their lives and their careers. To Is that hard to do, though? The, the, my deal with, with, with Leon and, 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 uh, and with Tibbs, et cetera, is that, you know, I get to speak, right? Their deal is they don't have to listen to me. <laughs> By the way, I want that deal here. <laughs> they can speak. Now, you have a teenage son who I know is a big fan. If he said, hey, Dad, why don't we acquire so-and-so? Uh, do you take that into a meeting and say, no. hey, guys, what's the story with so-and-so? On a, on a, the, it hasn't actually happened with the, with the, the Knicks, but with the Rangers, the, um, I my 17-year-old, was like we really got to get this guy right. I mean, he was like, <laughs> killing me with it, right? And I'm like, I'm like I said, I'll tell you what, I'm done, right? I'm, I, I got Chris Drury on the phone. I said, Chris, would you please talk to do me a favor, talk to this kid? <laughs> <laughs> right? He calmed down. That's after the that. best. Uh, your dad owns the team. Yeah. I mean, I've been that's one of the benefits of <laughs> absolutely right. It is Evan. If your dad owned a team, oh my you'd God. be the biggest pain in the rear end. Are you the, kidding me? World. Oh my God! You'd be the de facto GM. Yes, I'd be barging in a rooms making demands. So I, I do need to ask you a question. Uh, you did a thing for next season ticket holders where you've invited them as an upcoming game where they get to go on the garden floor and uh, shoot a free throw, which is a great opportunity for your guy. Hey, this kid, is right? news to me. All right, well, you got to trust me on it. You're doing it. <laughs> so Evan, as the season ticket holder, came to me and said, right, here's my dilemma. Number one, I don't shoot free throws very well. He joined a gym in Westchester. He's now practicing his free throws. He's like, what would happen if I showed up wearing a Kevin Durant Nets jersey? And on the heels of all the facial recognition stuff, is there a chance that Garden Security would say, you can't wear that on the Garden floor for the free throw? Would I be it's tackled insulting. before I take the shot? Is he allowed to do that? <laughs> the answer is yes, you Thank are. you. Okay. The, 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 and, it's, and it's an excellent example of, of what you were just talking about. Because a couple of years ago, right, there were there were a group of people that wore a shirt into the garden that had my face on it right. and had some very derogatory things on it, right? They were told, you can't wear that shirt into the garden. The, the, but if they had a Kevin Durant jersey on, no problem. But derogatory, though. So it wasn't like just no. sell the team. And if I know that like story that. correctly, they weren't just kicked out. They were offered the opportunity to cover it up. Right. And when they refused, then they were asked to leave, the, right? The, the, uh, yeah. Right. Right. I mean, the... the um, I, but derogatory, I agree with you. It's not just simply sell the team. I think every fan base has asked their owner to sell the team. I ask Woody Johnson that like three times a week. 
You do? Yeah, uh, yes, on the radio. Let me just ask you a question. What do you think that would accomplish? I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, really, I'm glad you asked that question. Okay. As a fan, when a team doesn't win for a long time, and I don't know if you know this, the Jets haven't won in a very long time. We I am up, a Jets fan, actually. Oh, so you know what I'm talking about. We blame ownership. It's natural. I use the Wilpons. Are you kidding me as a Met fan? Like, we blame ownership. So there are Nick fans who are going to say, hey, we haven't won in a long time. They're going to blame you. But that's not unique to you. It's every owner in this town. And I can tell you right now, I'm one of those guys that does that. What's crazy about that? Though? What's crazy about it is that if you want a winning team, right, you're not talking to the right person. <laughs> <laughs> but I am, though. And I'll tell you, give you an example. Will Ponce to Steve Cohen. Now, I know they haven't won anything yet, but you even said this earlier. He's beloved by Met fans. There's a sense of hope that we didn't have for a long time. And so while that's a dream scenario, that's why a lot of us uh, see know, stuff like I got that. The, 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 uh, I'm going to defend Jeff Wilpon here. I'm sorry. Oh, no, don't, don't do this. Come on. How much money did he put into the team? You think they starved the team of money? No, but I think their payroll was not what it should have been for about 10 years. And that bothered me as a fan who pays a lot of money to go to games. I was not happy with that. Now they got the highest payroll in baseball, and they're paying an absurd luxury How tax. How high was their payroll when Wilpon owned them? It was for, uh, good. For certain periods of time, you're right. For certain periods of time, it was high enough. 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, not acceptable. <laughs> okay. All right, well, you got to, you know, I mean, look, I, I, the, all I can say is that, I mean, there's a lot worse out there. <laughs> well, no, no, I, yeah, but that's where we come from as fans. Like, it's just, it's not a place and, of you know, I and, hate him and or I hate not you. Not just fans, yeah. New York fans. Yes, right? we're very they, special. They're very special. New, New, <laughs> yes. New York fans Expect right the, the all of their teams to be funded hey, beyond uh, reasonable. Right, <laughs> right. And I said some mean stuff. What I said yes. about Joseph Sai about four months ago. Uh, he buried Joseph Sai. Buried him. Buried him. Nothing personal. I'm know, a fan. Have you ever met Joe Sai? I have not. No. He's a lovely guy. I'm sure he's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> He really is a nice guy. Yeah. Is there going to be an Alibaba store in the garden? (laughs) I mean, look, sure, why not? As long as, you know. Pays rent. Right, right? pays rent. Yeah, sure. Uh, Is there a musical or, you know, entertainment act that has never played the garden that you say, I got to get them into the garden, even if it's just for one night, that you've not yet uh, gotten a deal done for? No. No one. No one. I mean, that, that's that's available to play. The Beatles. Right. They're no longer available. <laughs> no longer but McCartney's played the building. Right. The, yes. The, the, uh, but, no, pretty much everybody everybody has, and, and anybody who's out there, you know, plays plays the garden. Are uh, you surprised that the Billy Joe residency worked the way it worked? Did you did you predict that level of success? Nobody could predict that level of it's success. It's crazy. But they, it's unprecedented. Never been done in in the in the, the history of the music industry. Yeah, I was there the other night. His daughter came out and sang, and and it's you know it's every song you want to hear, and the th- thing sells out in five he minutes. He is so good. He still got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll keep that deal on forever, as, right? As long as he wants to play, he's got dates. <laughs> yeah. Once a month. That's it. That's it. Uh, before we let you go, appreciate you coming in. If there's a message you want to send out to uh, your fan base, Nick fans, Ranger fans. Somewhat on the heels of what started yesterday, but just an overview of where you are as the owner of the Knicks and Rangers and their expectations, uh, both from a talent standpoint, an attempt to go after a championship, and the overall garden experience. You know, what message do you want to leave your fans with as you leave here today? Look, I think for, for, the, for the fans that 
I think they mostly know this because the fans who come, particularly the ones who come to the garden, know this. We work our butts off to make it a great experience. The uh, win or lose, we, we work our butts off to make it a great experience. We work our butts off, right, to, to try and bring a, a championship every year there, right? And, and, you know, basically, we spare no expense, too, right? The, we think that coming to the Garden, right, whether it's a concert or, or, it's, or a sporting event, right, is one of the most fun things to do in life, the, um, and you should come. Right, and you are very, very, very welcome there. The, the, uh, and we're going to make it a great time, a fun time for you. Right, this is this is the city right in the middle of New York City. It's the it, we think the greatest arena in in the world. Right, and you're you if you come, you're going to love it, and we're going to keep it that way. And and that's and that's what you should expect. When you come to Madison Square Garden. Well, if you want to come to Brooklyn tomorrow night, you can join me. Section 225 will see you there. I- I'm sure I'd be welcome. You <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be able to see the court from your seats. He's the only guy that calls up your ticket office and says, I don't want to sit near the court. Put me on the bridge. I love the bridge. He's I'm a huge bridge. Chase bridge the bridge guy. is great. You ever been to the bridge for hockey? Uh, yes. Bridge Couple for times. hockey is the best. It's fantastic. Big bridge guy. You're not sitting on the bridge for a hockey game. I look uh, the the uh, no. I I sit where I sit, but but I also during the game at times will go up to something called the eyebrow, which is even higher than the bridge. This is where Glenn Sather sits. So you're, you're like way. It's the mm-hmm. furthest seat away from the ice, but you're way up high, and you get a real good view of of you know how the are there the place. ticketed seats up there or no? Uh, not that Probably high. Not, no, right? I mean the, the you know this is like. I mean, is that rap, like you gotta rap, walk like a catwalk to get up there? And <laughs> you, it's you literally, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Craig won't go up there. Not there. He won't man. come up to the bridge. Yeah, listen, yeah, I got, you, I you got come bougie. to the game. I'll take you up to the eyebrow. You, the, no, uh, I'll sit next the, to you courtside. <laughs> and you let me know how the eyebrow is. How about we just work out that? <laughs> well, listen, I appreciate you coming in. Uh, I hear what you're saying. Don't agree with all of it, but I respect the fact that you know you guys are under fire right now from people that think you're an easy target. And the goal is to just make sure fans know that they can have a great experience, they can be critical if they want to be critical, and that you would never do anything and won't do anything to try to change the overall experience of a man, woman, child that walks in. Only make it better. If I can figure out how to make it better, we will. Well, the answer, you know the answer. Winning. We all know about winning, right? (laughs) Yeah, if someone told you when you first took over that it would be this long without a championship for basketball, would you have said you're out of your mind? There's no way that could possibly happen. God, you know what? I mean, it, it's very defeatist. It would be very depressing, yeah. especially if I believed them, right? I mean, look, every every owner, right, goes into the season believing they have a shot, right? I've done 24 seasons, right? They Every season going in thinking we had a shot. Sometimes a longer shot than other times, sure, right? right? <laughs> the, the uh, But even this season, right, in my mind, I could see, you know, I mean, I could see the team developing, right? The the uh, but it would require me. It would require some players to make huge jumps in their skill levels and and how they're playing, and that's probably you know unrealistic, yep. right? The the uh, but also there's trades. I mean, I always think we have a shot. I think we still have a shot now, right? The the uh, I mean, I think our expectation should be that the team makes the playoffs, right? The, the uh, start with that, right? Start with is that, that enough though? Is like getting to the playoffs? Let's say losing a first round series it's is really, that a success? I mean, it's, it's really about are they, did they get better, right? Right. I mean, did we build enough this season 
that in the in the off season, right, we can make a move or two and get even better and get even closer, right? They like the Rangers did. Right? Oh, they they made quite a jump. I mean, they got to I, I don't agree with you there. By the way, I mean, look, look what well, happened. just based on results they did. Yeah, but what happened was is we had the season before the season that we went to to the, the semifinals. Right, we should have been in the playoffs. We should have we should have been made it through the second round. Everybody was disappointed, right? The, the, so we did. We made some changes, and then they realized a lot of their potential, right? The, the, and Chris has done, by the way, a fantastic job. The, the, uh, I can't believe there's a Ranger fan that doesn't like Chris Drury. <laughs> no, I'm, I, but maybe there's one. <laughs> sure there's I think somebody. Ranger fans are happy. Nick fans are the ones that are up and down. Right, well, we'll get there with the Knicks. And you will acknowledge this publicly. You still owe me lunch, yes? Yes, I okay. do still owe you sure lunch, and, 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 and I will. Sure I, I do, you know, on, on publicly <laughs> also acknowledge that Craig Carden is my friend, and See? we do talk. There you we go. Do. We proved it. Uh, listen, I'm going to tell a story about Jim that he's not going to doesn't want me to say. I'm going to say it because yo, know, when I got in trouble and went away, when I uh, got out of prison and I was trying to restart my life, uh, there's a handful of people that reached out to me, and Jim Dolan is one of those people, and I'm forever grateful for that because. He didn't have to. It wasn't a public thing. I've never shared that public that story publicly. I know I shouldn't. But, you know, when you're in a situation I was in and someone that you're not very close with as a friend reaches out and literally said, here's my personal phone number, here's my email, 24-7. If you need somebody to talk to, I've conquered some similar demons that you're going through. You call me. And I'm forever grateful for that and appreciate that friendship very, very much. Thank you for that. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Uh, I've got Andrew Marshan on the uh, on the line. Uh, I asked him to come on. He's uh, available to come on because I have a problem with the fact, uh, listen, like I said, my opinion is that Andrew has a personal agenda against me and by proxy this show and how he has written and chosen not to write things about this show and the show's success. And uh, like I said, I do not mind anyone criticizing the interview we did, but I do mind when you mischaracterize exactly what took place. So rather than uh, hide behind the microphone and then have him hide behind the pen, uh, we can uh, have an adult conversation about that now. So from the New York Post is Andrew Marsh. And Andrew, it's obviously Craig and Evan. You're on the air. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. All right. So my biggest issue with what you wrote, and I only bring it up because I recognize that you know, you have a big reach as well on, on social media, is the notion, I'll, let me just give the exact quote here, just give me one second, um, to say that we did not confront James Dolan uh, regarding people, and I'm going to paraphrase because I, I can't find it directly in front of me, uh, that we did not confront James Dolan about the notion that uh, people have been uh, dismissed from the building for being critical of his ownership, or that ultimately that, you know, this re facial recognition technology one day would be something that could be weaponized by the garden to uh, move uh, or, you know, banish people who are critical of him. When we spent the first 15 minutes, and maybe you missed it because the interview started early, but how can you write that when we spent 15, 20 minutes talking about that specific topic? So I'd say the key word there in the tweet um, is confront. Uh, he, he, you know, Jim said that he doesn't do this unless, you know, fans, I guess he said, are confrontational. But there are fans, you know, I just called up quickly. There's this guy, DJ Ness NYC, who said he was kicked out and escorted from the garden 
for wearing a T-shirt that, you know, that Jim should, you know, should. Yeah. So the words confront, when he brought up the media aspect, I know a caller just brought this up. You said Maggie Gray is irrelevant. Well, let's stick to let's stick to one thing at a time. I know you said that you were away. It doesn't that doesn't matter. Well, hold on. Let's do let's do Andrew. We're going to do one at a time. We're going to we're going to do one at a time. You said forget about the Maggie thing for a second. We'll get to that. I'm happy to. You said we didn't confront him when we did. We did multiple times and specific to the guy that had his face on the shirt. Evan said that exact question to him. But the, he, Jim just saying, no, that didn't happen. There are numerous occasions where people said, and just recently, where they've been harassed because they've been on social media. Like, and, I, and, and we asked him multiple que- ways that no. same you're, question. You're like, okay, he said so hold no. on, so if I ask the question so and the guy says no, hold on, if I ask the question and the guy says no, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to let you do that because I'm going to finish and then we'll let you go. Uh, the issue is this. If we ask the question and the guy answers it and we ask the question four more times and he answers it four more times, we've asked, we've confronted, we've quizzed, we've uh, you know, demanded answers. Yo, you're, you're suggesting we didn't even ask the damn question. You know what you did. Okay, two things. Number one, you guys are laughing with him the whole time. Okay? You said at the end you're friends with him, and it's very nice that, you know, Jim Dolan's been nice to you, uh, you know, since you've been back. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't confront him on these things. How about a question such as, why do these fans have the impression that they are banned because they just said something on social media that they're being harassed? Well, wouldn't I have to because ask said, the oh, fans that you, question? You, you, you just said you just said you were going to let me finish. But I'm saying, wouldn't I, I have to? And how would he know why the fans think something? I'd have to ask the fan that, right? Right. Well, that the, the I guess, but the, <laughs> the idea is that there are fans going, and you guys also just gave a pass the idea that they're using facial recognition when fans are showing up, lawyers are showing up at the game, as if his bakery analogy makes any sense whatsoever. A bakery short, you're suing a bakery, you can go to another bakery. The garden's a special place that has unique uh, performances yeah. that you can't, let me finish, that you can't that you can't go to any other way. So you're telling me a woman who's going with her Girl Scout troop should not be allowed into the garden because her firm is... Uh, is is suing the garden in a matter that she might not even be involved in, and you guys are like, oh, that's okay, and giggle, giggle with Jim Dolan. Yeah, because I have no problem with that, and the average fan doesn't care if a lawyer suing the garden can go in or not. They care if they can go slope. in or not. But Craig, it's a slippery slope. If you guys aren't doing a giggling interview with, it's them, not a giggling interview critical, at all. Be critical of Jim Dolan. Tell me how the relationship goes. We are. That's we were critical. She criticized the Maggie Gray. The Maggie Gray situation, first off, is not relevant to anybody that goes to Madison Square Garden. The average Nick fan and Ranger fan doesn't care whether or not Jim Dolan and Maggie Gray get along, whether she's going to the building or not. With all due respect to Maggie, who's a colleague of mine, it was four years ago, and the average fan doesn't care. We are doing a show based on what the average fan cares about. The average fan cares about whether or not they can go to the game, and when they're at the game, can they drink a beer or have a drink? Period. Stop. So, Craig, so you don't think... That Just acknowledge you have an slope. agenda against me. Acknowledge Craig, that. Let, let, me, let me answer Yeah, your go ahead. Craig, you don't think it's a slippery slope. You're banning lawyers. You're banning a media member, at least one that we know of. The, the way the garden... 
just treats the public in general. You don't think that's a slippery slope. And you said, oh, Jim says they're not going to ban fans when we know they have, even though he said that, all right, it's confrontation, it, that it's, uh, that they, you know, he said yeah. they overstepped bounds. And then they take signs away. We saw how they treated Charles Oakley. Like all these things, you don't think these all add up and then they relate to the fans. You act like, oh, they'll get to the fans and they won't. And then they, they treat the fans perfectly. He even said, when you said, this was a good question. When you said, is this a public trust? You know, is this, right. or is the guardsman you own? He says it's something he owns. Correct. Again, that's fine. He's allowed to look at it that way. But when he looks at it that way, then, then he's saying he can do what he wants. It's his toy and he can do what he wants. And he's shown that he's done that. And so with the word I use that you have yeah. a problem with, did you ask him about that? Yes. You guys were laughing with him basically the whole interview. Did you confront him on that? That was where the issue is. And your point about Maggie Gray being irrelevant, yes. they banned. go ask the people who worked at FAN during that time what the relationship but the was. The the because, the 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 but the fans don't care about that because it was four years ago. The fans don't care whether or not anybody at WFAN uh, had a good time or a bad time at Madison Square Garden. So let me fast forward and ask you another question, only because time is short and we're into uh, 4 o'clock here. And I'm glad you came on. And I, like I said, I've never, I won't talk behind your back. I'll bring you on and give you a chance to talk. Um, when we do really well in the ratings, how come you don't write that article? How come uh, Glass Spiegel writes it and you have not written it the last several times? When you do write it, why do you write it as it's a seesaw battle when we've won every hour of every day of every month for over a full year now? Why isn't that article being written? Craig, I wrote that you, you guys did? dominated them in the ratings, the Michael K. show uh -huh. in the ratings. And I even wrote that it was over. And ESPN, New York, they were all mad at me. What are you saying? It's over, you know, that you know, because the trend is that way. When it was a seesaw battle, when? You came, when you came back, they beat you, then you won, and then they won. That's a seesaw battle. Then they have recently, won a single uh, book out of the last 27 months. How is that a seesaw battle? The last article, last column I wrote that you dominated. That was the exact word. I don't know what other word you want me to use besides dominated, and you have, uh, recently, you have. Not recently, not recently. We have dominated them for over a year now. Where's that article? Okay, so for a year. So I've written it. No, you haven't. I've written it. I'll post it on Twitter right after what right, I do that. There. I you post it on Twitter and I'll read it. Everyone can post it, and I, you can retweet it, and then we can see it, because I know what I've written. Okay. And that's the, that's the truth. There's no agenda. I mean, it's ridiculous to say, and sometimes... You know, uh, articles are good. Sometimes they're not good. I try to be fair and reflect the people that I'm covering. So, if you know, as long as you don't like the reflection, then, you know, I don't know what to tell so you. So, let me ask you this question. Line, let me ask you a question. When Evan and I yes. started two and a half years ago, and you yes. wrote a story after three days of us being on the air that Michael Kay was dominating us after three days, was that a Did fair thing to write? That he won the first. That, three that, days. There was interest there. Yeah, three you days. Like, look, that, that story, when you do ratings after a couple of days, yeah, it's not like, just if you think you'd win that first one? I'm not saying that was like just, the uh, Was story. that a fair thing to write after three shows? I don't know if it was a fair. I well, mean, is it a fair thing to write? Yes I or don't no? Know. You, you, do radio, you do radio ratings over three months. Right, I, so I mean, I'm asked to just acknowledge that when you wrote that story after three shows, that wasn't fair. Acknowledge You've been that. away for three years, so it was interesting to see that you think that the first show back, you would have won that day, and you didn't. So that was the interesting part.
Got it. But beating them every minute of every hour of every day for over years is not as interesting as a headline story that we lost the first three I'm gonna days. I'm going to tweet out the one that it says dominate. Tell all your yeah. you can have all the people listening. Go to Twitter. Yeah. They can reread that I'll story. retweet it. Was that the headline or was that a throwaway line at the bottom no, no, of an no, article? I have, to, I have to find it. Yeah. So I can't you ain't going to find exact. it because it never happened. It did happen. Yeah. Uh, you should put it on your, you should listen, print it out, put it on your refrigerator. It did happen. Well, I don't read the newspaper anymore. I got to go online to get it. But then you charge money for uh, your your added garbage. And I, how much does that cost, by the way? Uh, it's four ninety nine. Uh, you got not p- just for me. It's a whole newsletter that you get extra stuff from all everything we cover. When you, I'm sorry, I know you yeah. guys don't care. Yeah. Jeff McNeil, four year extension, baby. <laughs> now company, go back to yeah. arguing about stuff I don't care about. Congrats. Uh, uh, when you uh, did your giggling interview with John Skipper, did anybody criticize you for that or no? And John Skipper and I don't really get along, so I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you acknowledging that you've been completely unfair to me in your coverage <laughs> of our success. And I think the right thing for you to do now would be to write a full two-page article about the dominating success that the Carton and Robert shows had over ESPN in the afternoon and how handsome I am and what a, uh, a gift to radio that I have become. And I, uh, and I will, do, I will give we'll you... Talk, we'll talk off the air. I do have another article of interest for people coming soon Great. about Craig Carton. Oh, boy. Oh, oh no. no. It's at, uh, it's at um, uh, yes, great. <laughs> the whole oh, year. Geez. All right, All right. Thanks for having they, me on. Have right. a good weekend. There you go. Andrew Morgan. There you go. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. I remember during Wild Card Weekend... When we got to the Monday night game, I made a suggestion. I thought it was a very innocent suggestion. And that was, hey, since all year long when we've done Monday night games, we've also had a prop. Why don't we have a prop? And I was accused by my coworkers of only wanting the prop because I had a bad weekend in which I went one and four. And I own it. I had a bad weekend. And I said, that's not true. We've done it all year. I think the audience likes a prop or two. Why not? So, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm now in first place. Because I had a great weekend. I went 4-0. I am suggesting to the fellas that we do a prop for each game. And when I mentioned it off air, I said, what do you have to say now? Now I'm ahead suggesting a prop. So I would like an apology from both of you for your accusatory measures of two weeks ago. Lugie, I'll start with you. Well, you're not going to get an apology, Evan, because you think you're helping us, but you're hurting us because you gave us no time to think about it. i got to get in the lab here. i got to think about oh things. We're doing a sh- live radio show here, and all of a sudden you go, all right, so we'll do two props on the game. That's not doing us any favors. So you're not getting a friggin' apology. You're making it worse. Lugie. And you constantly have to bring up your one. You had the best record. You love to slide that in there, just like those Rico Bronya podcast uh, plugs, that you're the best. You are the greatest, Evan. I never said I was I, the best. I'm, I'm acknowledging you. I'm acknowledging <laughs> you. Acknowledge me. And let's not make it seem like it's the same lead. All right? Both of us had a great week last week, and you had a terrible one two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And your Monday was only a chance to get back into it. You're up one game. Yes, but, 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 but Big Mac, Big Mac that, there's only three granted, games left to this granted. weekend. So it's not about helping us. It's about having a winner. I'll give you that. You're will, you don't want to tie. You want someone to win. This helps uh, the eventuality of being a tie. No, no, no. You're one also, game up. Big Mac, I don't know. I, to this point, I'm about, we're about to make the picture. By the I don't way, know. are you one game up on me and two on up him or me and him tied? No, you both went one and four last okay. week. We've had these same exact picks in every single yeah, game, Yeah, I know. Mac. It's been weird. It's, it is Yeah, weird. no, you're both a game behind me, but it's not even about that. 
Yeah, you know, and it's been obvious all week, we're going to go head-to-head on the Kansas City-Cincinnati game. I haven't even decided what I'm doing in a Philly-San Francisco game. I'll decide in the moment. By giving their more picks, I'm allowing you a better opportunity. Not really. Otherwise, you need to be perfect. You need to go right through that tiny hole to beat me. So you're welcome. Okay. Okay? All right. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Now that we got that out of the way. Do you want to do this thing? Let's make our picks. And they're brought to you by Total Orthopedics, the experts at getting you back to being you. By TakingVegas.com, winning is great. Taking Vegas is everything. By Wise Snacks, find your favorite Wise Snacks in your local retailer today. And keep living life wisely and driven by your local Mazda dealers. So, last week, they were homers with the Giants. They both lost. I picked the Eagles. That happened. Um, in the San Francisco-Dallas game, me and Loogie were on the right end of things picking San Francisco. Big Mac picked Dallas. In the Buffalo-Cincinnati game, they both picked Buffalo. I picked Cincinnati. And in the Jacksonville-Kansas City game, Big Mac, right track. We could see this coming from a mile away. Backdoor cover or not, Loogie got it wrong. So the math, Big Mac 1-4. Loogie 1-4. I was 4-0. So now I'm 7-4. They're both 6-5. Very respectable. It's only a one-game difference. I'm confused. What are you confused about? One and four and one and four and zero oh and four. Uh, I was four. I was four. No, yeah. So how are you four and zero? Oh? We're one. Because I pick different games no, and some we pick the same. Yeah, that's we're five, one and three. That's five uh, games. Math major. Oh my! All right. No how wonder. Are we, how I know you're on the radio. How but are we come on one and four? One, one and three. four, and you're oh, and you're four and zero. Oh. I apologize. You need to take his shoes off to count past five. I'm wondering here. I'm like, no wonder you're in the lead. <laughs> you gave us each an extra loss. No, no. I'm sorry. It's Friday at six fifteen. What the hell do you want from me? Okay. And I'm still doing a Saturday show tomorrow. What am I thinking? So two, no less. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see about that. All right, let me kick off with what I've been saying all week. Craig and I have argued about it. Big Mac and I have argued about it. I think Cincinnati's going to kill Kansas City. Now, right now, I think we have this spread at Cincinnati plus a point and a half. Is that where we're at on that? that that's where I'm at. Okay, because yes. it doesn't matter to me. You're right, it doesn't. You could make it Cincinnati plus seven, Cincinnati minus five, Cincinnati minus nine. They're going to win this game by double digits. And a part of it is credit to Joe Burrow and this Bengal team. Their offensive line did a stellar job last week. You can make all the excuses you want about weather and Von Miller's injury. And it's going to be the same crew. All right? Jonah Williams is not walking through that door. But I think this Bengal team, they've been doing it all year. They are playing at an insanely high level. Baltimore game aside where things got dicey. I think they're flat out the better team right now. And then the other thing is simple. I watched Mahomes in the second half. We all did. And he was great. But he's compromised. And there's no video that we watch that's going to change that. So I've let it out all week. I think the Bengals are going to kill them. I think they're going to take their soul. I think they're going back to the Super Bowl. Give me the Bengals plus a point and a half. All right, the second game. I don't know. I got to. I, I I have gone back and forth on this all week. And what pushes me towards the dark side is what they did to the Giants. And I have respect to the Giants. I do. I have respect for what they've accomplished, how buttoned up they've been, how well they played. They got annihilated. They got destroyed. And it wasn't even Jalen Hurts making 50 plays with his legs that did it. I think the Eagles are going to win this game. And I want to be wrong about this and then subsequently cover the number. I think they win by a field goal. I think it's a close game. The number's two and a half. I think we're set on that number. Yep. I just think they're going to win this game. And I think that Brock Purdy, being in Philly, seeing this pass rush, I think he makes a couple of big mistakes. And I think that's the difference. I trust that the quarterback in Philadelphia ranked wherever by some TV personalities. 
I think he's just going to outplay the kid that's never lost before. So I want to be wrong about this as much as I care about beating my friends in picks. No, I don't want Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. Believe that, okay? He doesn't do that anymore, but still. Give me Philadelphia laying the two and a half. So here are my two props. Number one, I'm going to take a negative Philly prop. Jalen Hurts rushing yards, 46 and a half. Niners stopped the run. They've done it all year. And I don't think that's what's going to be the difference in this game. Plus, I still think he is a little bit compromised, not as much as Mahomes. So I'm going to take the under on his rushing yards at 46 and a half. And this one's easy to me. Joe Burrow is going to be a god on Sunday. The over, over under is one and a half on touchdown passes. I'll get that done by halftime. I will text Big Mac and say, check, before halftime. Give me Burrow the over one and a half on touchdown passes. Hurts under on rushing yards, 46 and a half. The Bengals plus a point and a half. The Eagles laying two and a half. It's a Craig Carton Nightmare Super Bowl. The Bengals against the Eagles. Lugie, take it away. All right, Evan. Uh, you're right. We're on the same side with the Bengals. I'm taking them. Getting the point and a half. And you're going to hear a lot of comps. From Joe Burrow to Tom Brady. But before, Evan, you could become Thomas, Jefferson, Brady. You got to win these games and you got to win the Super Bowl, which I think the Bengals are going to do. They're going to take care of business now. Now, they're a little public. Everybody seems to be on the Bengals, but the Bengals have a chip on their shoulder and they're constantly disrespected. It's almost like everyone keeps bringing up the offensive line. They're not that good. They're this, they're that. And yet, somehow, they figure out a way to win because they have... Joe Burrow. Oh, and by the way, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, they're pretty good too. And they have a defense that's underrated, quite frankly. So give me the Bengals plus one and a half. And like you, Evan, I have Burrow over touchdown passes because, listen, if Cincinnati's going to win the game, Joe's going to flex. He's going to get over that number. I don't know about halftime. I'm not going to be that braggadocious. But he'll get over that number comfortably. Second game. I got the Niners winning the Super Bowl. You know, I want to just throw that out there as far as a future before the season started. So I'm going to roll with him here. I am nervous about Brock Purdy going to Philadelphia against that pass rush. And you said something too, Ev, where, listen, I thought the Giants would win. I was an idiot. I pointed that out on my show. This is not the Giants. This is the 49ers. This is a much better defense. They have more weapons. And Purdy, we keep talking about him being, well, he's a rookie. He's this, he's that. But all he does is win. So I'm going to take the Niners again here, plus two and a half. And my prop is George Kittle. My man, wrestling fan, love George Kittle. One of the best personalities in football. Over 47 and a half yards receiving. So that burrow over to one and a half touchdown passes. The Niners getting the two and a half. And the Bengals getting a point and a half. Big man. Oh, my turn. Okay. Listen, I hope you were smart enough to get Kansas City at plus one like I was because if you can get points at home against this team, I know you're not getting it now, but still one and a half is more than enough. Kansas City is going to win this football game. They have it. You want to talk about chip on their shoulder? Have 0 oh, 3 against Burrow. They're calling it Burrowhead. They're aware of this. I saw on the Kelsey podcast, they're talking about the fact that everybody's on the Bengals. They're talking about the fact that it's Burrowhead. I think he's healthy. I think he looks good. And I think they are going to beat the crap out of the Bengals. I love Kansas City in this spot. I couldn't get, when it was plus one, I, it was free money. I was all over it. Now even at minus one and a half, I love it. Kansas City is going to win this game. I'm going to take the over 48 points. The second game, I agree with you. I know it's asking a lot to have this quarterback win three playoff games, go on the road into that building and do it, but I honestly think they're going to. I think they're the better football team. I know Craig has said it a lot. It happens to be true. We could talk about the Giants. 
They haven't played the same level of opponent. They are a much tougher team, this Niner team. They've played better teams. I trust this defense to come in the big spot. And you mentioned that, Evan, about the run defense. If you can stop the Eagles' run game, they're not the same team. Hurts may be the MVP. Yes, he threw a lot of passes. Yes, there's a lot more pass attempts than people would guess if asked. But this offense, as good as those wide receivers are, does not run through that. They run the football. And if the Niners can stop that, I think they win this game. I think they're the tougher game. I love the coach with this young quarterback asking just enough to not lose the game. That's what he'll do. He'll play well enough, give the ball to weapons, get some touchdowns, figure out a way to win this game. And then the prop, so obviously San Francisco plus two and a half. And then the prop is Sanders under 51 and a half rushing yards. There you go. So we're going head-to-head on everything, Big Mac. I like it. Mac and Lugie taking the Niners. I'm taking Philly. Me and Lugie taking the Bengals. Big Mac taking Kansas City. Should be a lot of fun. It should be a fun weekend of football. Uh, Big Mac will be on later tonight. What time are you on tonight? Midnight. Mid- oh, you got a big one. Midnight Mid- to five? Midnight to five. A five-hour marathon. Wow. Right? So that means Lugie's got a bridge show coming up? I have a bridge show, too. And uh, just one quick question before we say goodbye here, Ev. When the Eagles, if they win the Super Bowl, you go into the parade? Because you pick them every week. You're like Philly's favorite son now. Dare you. First rooting for the Phillies, now rooting for the Eagles. Have, have it needs not... to be pointed out there. You could say all you want, prefacing all you want. You're picking them. How often do I bet the teams that oh, I don't want to see win? always pull that card. Because it's true. Ah, stop. Because it's true. <laughs> so Lugie's coming up. Yep. Keith McPherson's got a full five hours yes. because the Nets can't lose tonight because they're not playing, thank God, <laughs> after that embarrassment last night. They do have a big game tomorrow at Barclays Center. I'll be in the building taking Spence to his first basketball game. <laughs> they better win. I, I mean, now I'm thinking, holy crap, his first basketball game could be the Knicks actually beating the Nets. He'll become a Knicks fan. No, don't get, oh, get, okay. get well, that. You never know. It's a, it's a childhood memory. It's a great experience. Your no. first game ever, Knicks win. Dada, I want to be a Knicks fan. No, get those words out of your mouth. Uh, Keith coming up. I'll be on at 10 a.m. with Joe tomorrow. Craig and I, uh, Monday at 2 o'clock. And there'll be a Rico bro, and you're talking Jeff McNeil Sunday night. All right, I'm not doing it today. I'm going to take, take a nap. All right, I got to take a break. <laughs> But everybody have a, an excellent weekend, and we will talk to you Monday at 2 o'clock. All right, just give me one second because I wrote that stuff oh, on this. Oh, one uh, quick thing then? Yeah, I ahead, forgot. Hello, my name is Craig at 930 as well. Of Got to give a little promotion. Well, I think course. I got everybody there promotions. I think so. Vincent Von Vincent, you doing any bridge shows? Anything they, Vincent Von Vincent? Come any shows, shows coming up? up? Yes. I don't know if we want to break this news, but you mentioned that you're off Friday, next Friday, a week from today. It will be Lugie and myself filling in for you wow. and Craig. And then he will have my night show. All right. So he will be on Friday night filling in for me uh, 12 to 5 a.m. next Friday, Saturday morning. Craig and I taking a day off leads to all these opportunities. Look at that. I like it. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. All right. See you later. (laughs) We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.